Hey, Sassy Dames and Unfuck Your Lifers, this is Lisa. And today we're talking about the top nine soulmate manifesting dues. Are you really, really ready for a change in your life? Then welcome to Unfuck Your Life with trailblazing, sassy, and crazy redhead, Lisa Grunden. She cusses. She says the truth. She won't blow hot air up your skirts, ladies. Be ready to create a kick-ass life. And now, here is Unfuck Your Life with your hostess, Lisa Grunden. Hi, here on the Unfuck Your Life podcast, I've had a lot of requests about soulmate, about relationship. I've had a lot of questions, queries, and so I've decided to devote the next several podcasts specifically to this. If you listen to the last podcast, we specifically talked about the soulmate journal, what you must do, what you must put out there. And we're going to take the conversation a little bit further today. We're going to talk about a list of manifestation do's, things that you must do, soulmate to do's, have to do, not nice to do, must do, must get congruent with. So get your pen and paper or listen to this podcast again. So if you remember from last time, what we talked about is you had to have your list and you had to break it out into three parts. If you don't know what those three parts are, go ahead and listen to the podcast from last week. But basically it's the non-negotiables, the importance and the nice to haves. And so now we're going to take what goes on those lists, your to-dos. So everyone knows, or most of us know, that really to get things done, you must have a to-do list. That's what your soulmate journal is all about, is you've got a list of things written down and you've got it put out there. So the list of do's are things that you must do, things that you must do, number one, to prepare yourself, to prepare your space, to just prepare to be in a relationship. And this one is not on the list. However, it's on every list. It's on everything. And that's the S word, surrender. It's not the surrender, Dorothy, from the Wizard of Oz, or we're going to do this. It's the surrender. It's the surrender a whole bunch of things. Be accountable to your process and surrender your results. It's something that Brent Phillips says over and over and over again. So what that means is that you take inspired action. You do your due diligence. You do your work. And you just let go of what the results are going to look like, when they're going to come, and all of that kind of stuff. Because when we hold on to that really rigidly, it's like we're hanging on to the resistance. We're hanging on to the lack. And we're pushing those things that we want further and further away from us. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, right? How fucked up is that? That what we think we absolutely must do in order to make this work is exactly the wrong thing to do. So surrender, 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 surrender. You're going to hear that a lot on the things that I talk about. But in the meantime, let's talk about the to-dos, the soulmate to-dos. So number one, all manifestation must be done in the present time. It's not in the past. It's not in the future. It's not two weeks from now. It's not two days ago. It's not a year from now. It's all manifestation happens in the present time. Eckhart Tolle wrote this book called uh, The Power of Now. And in it, he talks about how everything happens now, now, now. Living in the past and living in the future, living in the past is depression, in the future it's anxiety. Living in the present 
is where all the excitement is. That's why it's called a present. It's gift. And anyway, so manifest in the present time. Manifest now. So the second thing to do is create your soulmate list. And if you haven't done it already, if you don't have this as a work in progress, absolutely you must have to do it. And remember, this, this one list is really three lists. The first lift are the non-negotiables, the absolute must-have, the deal breakers is what this is. For more information, listen to the podcast from last week. Uh, number two is the important. You know, it's not an absolute deal breaker. However, over the course of time, this could make a difference. Things that are important to you. And C is the nice-to-haves. I likened this last time to the the keep, throw away, and give away piles when we're sorting through our stuff. And you got three lists, too, on your soulmate. And pare down what your absolute deal breakers are. Really make sure that they're must-haves, that they're absolutely non-negotiable. And your importance, pare those down, too. You're going to find that the first and the second list are going to be much smaller, and the third list is going to, the nice-to-haves is probably going to be pretty big. And number three, create a list of what you have to offer. I remember long ago when I first found out about the law of attraction and especially how it applied to relationships, it was that I had to be a match for what I was looking for. And I kept seeing myself um, at that point in time all those years ago, I think we're talking close to 20 years now, that I kept seeing all the things that I wasn't yet, you know, my teeth were crooked and I was still in college and, you know, just all these different kinds of things and create the list of what you have to offer. And if you have difficulty with this, ask a friend, a trusted friend, because you have unique gifts, you have unique talents that are there. They are a part of you. I guarantee it. If you're not sure, call me up. I will, after a few minute conversation with you, I will be able to pick up some of your definite unique talents and traits. So write down what you have because, you know, you're a gift. You are, you are the goods. You are a sassy dame. You're an unfuck your lifer and uh, you have more than what it takes. So number four, describe in detail what you and your partner do together. So is it, do you have a working relationship? I mean, do you work together? What do you do for fun together? What about eating out? What about cleaning the house? Every single detail, long walks, conversations, you know, every little detail, list out what you do together. This is where you take your visualization, you take your inspiration, you take your ideas, your creativity, and you list it all out there. If you're not sure how to do this, check with a little kid. They are really good. I met this uh, young girl one time when I was uh, in the CNN building in Atlanta, Georgia, touring it. And she wanted to be in the Olympics. And she went in Olympics for ice skating. And she went into so much detail about city it was going to be in, the room that she was going to be staying in, what her roommates would be like. I mean, she went into visualization overload and do that with this. Have fun with it. Have a smile. The same kind of action that you have with this, same kind of intent, the same kind of ideas and energy that you have with this is what's going to make it. What's going to make it? Because if you're like, oh, you know, sometimes we we like take a long walk together or, you know, we like to kiss. And, you know, if you put that kind of energy into it, it's like, well, what do you think you're going to get? Probably not what you're going to get if you're going to say, 
oh, we take the most romantic long walks together. And sometimes it's all about fitness. And sometimes it's all about holding hands. And, you know, sometimes we just have the most passionate kisses. And sometimes we just have the little fun little kisses. And sometimes it's just the cuddle and the squeeze. Have fun with it. Engage your energy. Engage your senses. You know, what do you smell? What do you taste? What do you hear? What do you see? What can you touch? Make this strong. So that's number four. Describe in detail what you do together. And now number five is manifest the theta brainwave. Okay, this is very important. All healing takes place in the theta brainwave state. Hypnosis is this way. Awakening dynamics is this way. All the modalities that I practice teaching as a healer all happen in the theta brainwave state. You can also access some things on uh, YouTube. You can look up the, the binaural beats. You can pick up theta wave states and many kinds of things. Make sure that as you are doing this manifestation, this guided visualization, that you're in the theta brain wave state. If you're not sure how to do this, contact me. I'll be happy to let you know. There's a lot of stuff on binaural beats out there. There's a lot of stuff on theta brain wave, okay? Check and see. Muscle test and see. Is this that theta brain wave state? It gets you out of the current state because have you ever heard that a problem cannot be solved at the vibration in which it was created? And so right now, if you are looking for a soulmate, which I presume you are, you're listening to this, um, then at the same level you're, that you're having the not having of a soulmate, well, you're not going to find him. You're not going to find her at that level. You have to get up out of your head into a different state, into a different place, and use modern technology in order to achieve that. There's also other ways that, you know, there's long processes that you can do and, you know, you can do different tricks with your eyeballs and stuff like that. Look it up. You can look up the one command. You can look up hypnosis. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. And make sure you are manifesting at the theta brain wave state. And number six, do specify race if you have a preference. Because what happens a lot of times is that we just manifest something. And, you know, sometimes, crazy as it seems, we don't even manifest like a particular sex. I've had a lot of friends who have been surprised that their soulmates that they have attracted have been same-sex partners. And it's cool. They run with it and everything else. And that's completely cool. If you have a preference, you need to state it. Do you want them white, black, Hispanic, um, Chinese, Portuguese, any of the above? There are no rights. There are no wrongs. If you have a preference stated, if you're not, hey, highest and best good, right? And number seven, age, age range. I know when I first started um, manifesting my soul partner, and mind you, I did this for like 17 years with no kind of success from 93 to 2010. From 93 when I split from my ex-husband until 2010, there were a lot of frogs in between 1993 and 2010, I can tell you, because I didn't do these do's. I didn't do them, and I'm so glad that I found this list out there so that I could share them with you because without realizing it, this is what I did with my current guy. And so the age range, I used to really specify that he had to be younger than I was. And see, I was a very young mom. So I had my kids in, in my early 20s. And so most of the guys younger than me at the time that I was doing this, you know, they were in their 30s and early 40s. And guess what? They wanted kids. I didn't. 
I did not absolutely didn't want any more kids. I already had I already had two. I wasn't about to have any more. And so these things are really important to specify. So with the age range, you know, be a little bit liberal. Okay, maybe you go a little extra five years over what you did because my guy turned out to be seven years over the age range that I specified. Yes, absolutely. He was seven years older because he's seven years older than me. Seven years older than the age range that I specified because I got some very good advice from somebody saying, Lisa, you got to go after somebody that you've never gone after before. Look for somebody different. Look for some different things. So really take a look at this list. What age range is really important, you know, for energy levels and for interests and for everything else? Number nine, you must have a high degree of earthly compatibility. So like if you climb mountains, all right, and if you're like really extremely physically fit, what is the likelihood that you're going to be attracted to a cash potato? Probably not very much, right? So to have this high degree of earthly compatibility, it's what kinds of things you can do together. If you remember back to number four that I discussed is describe in detail what you do together. It's such a must. You must have a lot of earthly compatibility. You're here for this duration, for the time being, and you must have fun. You must do things that you're both enjoying because in the beginning, when my hubby and I got together, before we were married, we were both trying to please the other. Okay, so it went something like this. It went something like he would do something for me and I would do something for him. But because it wasn't exactly what I wanted and because it wasn't exactly what he wanted, we both felt we were getting screwed. We were both being shafted. We were both getting this short end of the stick and it just fucking sucked. I can't tell you how much. I remember this conversation where I said, you know, you get everything your way. And you're probably sitting there thinking that I get everything my way. So here we are. We're both pissed off. We're both angry. Neither one of us is happy. What the fuck? You know, seriously, what the fuck? And it was because we were trying to do for the other person without doing for ourselves. And so it's like, okay, what was the degree of compatibility that we had together? And instead of looking for all of those things that we weren't, we were looking for the things that we were. It goes back to the deal breakers, the non-negotiables, the importance. So let's go over this list of to-dos because you know what? You're going to manage. You've been doing it. If you did, I don't know if you've looked for 17 years like I did before I found my guy. And then it was still a work in progress. I mean, I, I pretty much still apply these things today because you absolutely must see yourself as more than the sum of your parts. You absolutely must see what you have to offer, what you bring to the table, and you must be able to see it in this magnificent light. You just, just this magnificent, I mean, some people might call it rose-colored glasses, whatever. I mean, who the fuck cares? You got to see who you are. And you know what? If, if you can't see who you are, then you got to do one of two things. You got to make it fucking not matter or you got to do something to clear your subconscious blocks. That's what healers are for. That's what um, all kinds of different classes are for. Get the trash out of your head that lets you think that you are less than anything less than what you are. Make it not matter or fucking get rid of it. One of the two. So let's go over these top nine to-dos. There'll be nine more um, for the next podcast. So number one, manifest in the now, manifest in the present time. Everything happens now. Otherwise, it's always going to be sometime in the future. 
to create your list. We discussed it in detail in the last podcast. Your absolute must-haves, these are non-negotiables, deal-breakers, the very important, and the nice-to-haves. And remember, the first and second lists are very small. So third list, I mean, really get specific on what really is a deal breaker. Check in with yourself. Really find out what is that important. Three, create what you have to offer. I mean, you are a fabulous, sexy woman. You are a sassy dame. You are the epitome of today's sassy dame. List it out. Let everybody know what you bring. Four, describe in detail what you would like to do together with your partner. Five, manifest always in the Theta Brave state. This is the Healing Brain state. There is all kinds of information out there on the web. You can use binaural beats, hypnosis, all happens in this. The One Command and many other healing modalities. You'll find lots of information out there. Um, Six, specify race if you have a preference. Uh, Seven, make sure that you got the age range listed and be a little liberal. Allow yourself a little latitude with this one, okay? And eight, specify that your partner is available and interested in you. I think I skipped this when I was going through. Um, I can't tell you how important this is. So many people have manifested a soulmate that, guess what? They're married to somebody else. Or even worse, they're really not interested in you. And that is not the right time. And so make sure that you specify that your partner is available and interested in you. And number nine, have a high degree of earthly compatibility. It all goes back to what do you do together? You've got to have a lot of stuff that you enjoy together. Similar values, similar characteristics. They're all going to be listed out there. This is what you are going to do. So that's the top nine. We've got a Another couple of episodes around more of the do's and a lot of the don'ts. And at the end of all of this, I'm going to let you know how you can find out about a masterclass that includes the soulmate call. How does it get any better than that? So until next time, keep on smiling, sassy dames, because you are magnificent. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye. You have fun, you feel empowered, you feel that confidence. Unfuck Your Life podcast is to help you grow your current self-worth to maximum confidence. So listen, subscribe, share, and get ready to have a kick-ass life. Interested in learning more about Lisa? Go to Lisa. Grunden.com. L-I-S-A-G-R-U-N-D-E-N.com.